Hey folks, welcome to the introduction episode of the Empowering Ability Podcast. Welcome to the Empowering Ability Podcast, where we get you and your loved ones impacted by disability the information needed to live a full and meaningful life. Now here's your host, Eric Gall. Welcome to the introduction episode of the Empowering Ability Podcast. My name's Eric Gall, your host. And today in the introduction episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about what the purpose of the podcast is, what you're going to get out of the podcast, what's the value for you as the listener. And I'm also going to tell you the story of my sister and the story of my family. And and, uh, my sister, Sarah, uh, was born with a developmental disability. So I'm excited to tell you uh, Sarah's story and and my family's story. And you're going to hear from a couple of really special people. Uh, from me as guests on this episode today. So enjoy the episode and enjoy the journey. Okay, so what's the purpose of the Empowering Ability podcast? Well, the purpose of this podcast is to get you the information you need to enable and to empower yourself or uh, you know, if, if you're an individual or, or someone impacted by a disability, it could be, you know, you're a brother or you're a parent. Um, so getting you the information that you need to live a full and meaningful life. And that's really the purpose of the podcast. So now what's in this podcast for you? Well, what's in this podcast for you is the valuable information to help guide you and inform you, uh, enabling you and empowering you to build that meaningful full life for yourself or for your loved ones that are impacted by disabilities. Now, I've spoken with about 25 families uh, over the last four weeks before recording this podcast, and along with that, um, including my deep experience with my own family and a couple other families that I'm very close with and have worked with over the last 10 years, really has given me some insights into information that the, that families are looking for. And one of the things that um, I learned with uh, speaking with those families and from my own experience is that especially parents, uh, they have this fear of their kids um, that have some sort of dependency on them, outliving uh, them. And and that's something that's fairly new in the last, you know, 10 to, to 30 years with the increases in technology and the improvements in healthcare. And parents are fearful of what does life look like for their sons or daughters that are impacted by disability after they're not here? And who's going to to provide support for them? Where are they going to live? Who is going to love them? These are all things that are coming up. So um, in this podcast, we're going to be talking about all of those topics that underlie um, building that and designing that and implementing the meaningful life, uh, a meaningful life and a full life for those impacted by disability. And that's going to include topics on housing, on support, on love and friendship, on employment, on finances, and any other topics that you were interested in, in hearing about. And what I learned from families is a lot of the information that they're getting on these topics is from word of mouth. 
So from other parents, from support agencies and conversations, uh, from support workers and conversations. And uh, so it's coming from word of mouth and and they're seeking it out uh, themselves. Also, what I found was information is fragmented. So yes, some of this information is available on the internet, but it's here, it's there. There isn't really one centralized place for this information and information uh, pertaining to disability often uh, is grouped by diagnosis and that further fragments the information. So um, that's part of what I'm doing here with this podcast is getting you those word of mouth conversations in a scalable way. So you can just listen to them rather than trying to track down uh, folks to to learn this information in the areas where you want to learn it. That said, learning from families, there are a couple of resources, great resources out there that families are accessing. And just to share those with you, uh, one of them, you can look these up online. One of them is Partners for Planning out of Toronto, and the other one is Plan out of Vancouver. Go ahead and, and check those out. There's some great resources there for you as well. Now, as I mentioned This podcast is really those word-of-mouth conversations and bringing those straight to you in an easier way. And if you are a person out there listening to this podcast and you feel you have valuable information that families would like to hear uh, or stories that families would like to hear to learn from, please reach out and contact me. And I'd love to have a conversation with you about getting you on the podcast. Uh, You can reach me at eric with a C at ericgall.com and that's G-O- LL. So yeah, so reach out to me and uh, happy to set up a conversation to talk to you about bringing you onto the podcast to share that great information. Okay, so now you know the purpose of the Empowering Ability podcast and you know what you're going to get out of the podcast and the value that it's going to give you. So I'd like to share uh, my family's story with you. And I'll start with me and then I'm going to bring in uh, some very special people to me, my sister Sarah and my mom. So that'll be in a little bit later in the podcast episode here. So uh, just to start, my sister has a developmental disability that impacts her cognitively and physically, and um, she's my older sister. So uh, when I was born, you know, she already uh, has had her disability. It didn't uh, didn't develop as she grew. So uh, that was just normal life for me. That was my sister, and as kids, it was normal. Um, we fought as kids, you know, verbally, verbally and physically, um, we played together as kids. We did all the normal brother and sister stuff that kids do. And I'd say we had a pretty normal, typical sibling relationship. And it wasn't until I was about eight years old and my sister would have been 10 or 11. And we were out shopping with my mom and I was pushing my sister in the mall in and at that time she had a, a stroller and she's sitting in the stroller she has her splints on and I'm pushing her around and I start noticing that all these other kids are staring at us and they're looking at us funny and I start looking back at them uh, funny and giving them weird looks or, or the same looks that they're giving us and it was at that point I realized that other people in the world didn't view Sarah and didn't view us as a family as a typical family just by the way that people were looking at us. Now, that was a a new insight 
for me. And it didn't really change all that much uh, my relationship with my sister. Maybe we fought a little less as we grew up into our teenage years. But uh, when I was 18, I left the house and went off to university and uh, I was gone for more or less the next 10 years. But my sister and I uh, still had a, a growing uh, relationship and we and we continued to grow closer. And over that time, uh, from uh, the time that I, I left uh, over the next 10 years, so it would have been my sister's 20s, there was this increasing tension between my mom and my sister. And looking at the root cause of that tension, it was really my sister wanting to be her own person, to be an independent woman, to make decisions. And my parents, thinking that they knew best and they knew how to make the best decisions for my sister and how to schedule her day and how to make a, uh, you know, a meaningful life for her and get her involved in the community and to keep her safe, they thought that they knew the best path and the best decisions for her. And there is this tension between my parents and my sister because my sister wasn't able to always fully do what she wanted to do. And it came to a point um, about two years ago where my mom and my sister just were at, you know, the ends of each of their rope and uh, they couldn't understand why. They couldn't see why. So at that point, um, I realized that I would be able to help using my facilitation and coaching skills. And I actually moved home for four months to work with both my sister and my mom to help them understand what was causing all of this tension and what was at the bottom of it. And then also to help my sister start designing the life that she wants to live and designing her life forward. And then also helping my sister to put uh, her own circle of support in place to help her start to implement the life that she wanted to live. So that's the story uh, from my perspective. And now I'm going to bring in first my sister, and you're going to hear about all the amazing growth that my sister has had in the last six months. So here's Sarah. Hey, Sarah, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, that's awesome. I was just wondering, did you maybe have a few minutes to talk to me? You remember that podcast that I was telling you about that, that I'm starting, the Empowering Ability podcast? I was wondering if yeah. you wanted to take a few minutes and just chat with me on the podcast. Sure. Okay. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Sarah. So, Sarah, just want to tell everybody a little bit more about you. So maybe we can start start off with where do you live? I live with my mom. I live with mom and dad. Yeah. Great. And you've been out of school for a little while now, right? What? Years. Couple of couple of months or a couple of years. Yeah, Yeah, it's been a few years now. And so, you know, what do you do with your time these days? Um. Yeah, awesome. And how's that going? Good. Good. And how often do you get out of the house, sir? Three times a week. Yeah, 
Great. And I know that's something you've been really working on, isn't it? Like you were only getting out of the house maybe once, twice a week, yeah. like six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And so that's something you've been working on. What else? What else you've been up to? What else you've been working on? Um. Well, the talking to my yeah working with your support circle and that's pretty new too right yeah yeah and how's that going yeah and is 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 it helpful for you it's very helpful yeah how is it helpful um well i'm i i'm getting the support that i want to have yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I've seen you grow so much with with your support circle and, and their support and encouragement, so that's been great. New people, right? Like you were telling me about Bob at the cooking class that you just went to yeah. with your friend, right? Yeah, so that's great. So, Sarah, you've also been working on what the future looks like for yourself, right? Yeah, and some life skills. And some life skills, yeah. So what it, what is your vision for yourself for the future? Um, to meet more people. Meet more people, yeah. Uh, maybe volunteer somewhere. Volunteering, yeah. Just volunteering. Or at the library, or at a library. Yeah, cool. So you've got some good ideas around where you might be volunteering, and and where do you see yourself living? Well, you know what? I'm a super proud brother and I, you know, it's been awesome to see you grow and continue to work on building the life that you want to live and just want to say how proud I am of you for, for doing that and and uh, I'm always here for you. So thanks for the short chat and I love you a lot and I'll see you soon, okay? Right. Okay, I love you. We'll see you soon. I love you too. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye, sir. I just love talking to my sister and hearing the excitement in her voice about the things that she's doing in her life and the things that she's engaged in. And I really couldn't be a more proud brother. Now I want to bring on my mom and to let you hear a little bit about my mom, uh, the story from my mom's perspective. So here she is. Mom, welcome to the Empowering Ability Podcast. Would you be able to talk a little bit about your experience with having a, a, a daughter with a disability and maybe some of the challenges that you're experiencing with that? Um, okay. Well, pretty much everything is a challenge, like everything you do. Um, uh, I guess the real challenge is <clears throat> if is the physical disability part of it. Um, because it just requires a lot of handling and transfers. Um, 
especially if uh, your place isn't accessible. Um, and just you pretty much have to be adaptive in everything. Um, I guess that would be the biggest challenge that I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, I've talked to a lot of families and I know you have as well. Um, one of the statements that I heard uh, a mother make was that she said that she was a caregiver and all she's ever wanted to be is a parent. And what you're saying sounds like it's along those lines. Does that statement resonate with you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's what Sarah would want me to be. She she wants me to be more of a mother as opposed to a caregiver. But uh, if you don't have the support that you need, um, it just doesn't seem to happen because you spend all your time caregiving as opposed to being a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I've seen that uh, seen that as well. So, what are some of the things that you're working towards? Okay, well, I guess the biggest thing would be for Sarah to become more and more independent. Um, we're trying to get her um, ready to go out on her own with support, and we're kind of working on uh, the steps to independence. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually, whenever that would happen, uh, I would have a lot more free time to do the things that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. which uh, just haven't happened. Yeah. So, um, what, what does that look like? Like, what do you envision for Sarah and for yourself and for the family? Uh, down the road. Yeah. Uh, her, her living in her own house with support basically. And, uh, myself, uh, just being able to do the things that I've wanted to do. Uh, without, I guess, spending hours, time and hours um, making arrangements so I can either go away or uh, do something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it sounds like support's a big piece of it and helping Sarah to become more independent for herself and giving you some freedom, right? To live the life you right. want to live and do the things that you want to do. Um, right. So in that vision, looking forward, um, what are some of the challenges that you see um, or barriers that you see that uh, or hurdles you're going to have to jump um, to move forward? Uh, okay, in regards to Sarah moving forward, um, she's working on like steps, small steps uh, to make herself more independent, and she is getting some support in doing that. The biggest hurdle right now I see is the housing market. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's a bit ridiculous. Um, the house uh, in, in regards to buying because you don't have a chance because the houses are going so quickly and uh, the price mm-hmm. for what you get. Um, that I see is the biggest hurdle right now. I think that a lot of families that I've talked to are experiencing those same challenges, especially with housing and the money to, <laughs> to pay for housing. So um, I'm sure a lot of uh, parents can uh, relate to you. Um, is there anything that you know, you'd want to share with parents that you know, you've learned along your journey, maybe you know, for younger parent, parents of you know, younger kids that um, maybe you could pass something on to them? What would that be? Well, the one thing I, I've learned is uh, you can't do everything yourself. I've learned that kind of the hard way. And um, to get as much support as you can and to start getting your son or daughter out there exposed to different things so they can become more independent and get them used to having different people come in and help them because there was there was a point where Sarah just didn't want all these these different people yeah she she didn't want it at all and that was a huge stumbling block until we found certain people that she she really likes but I mean that's not reality um you know when you're out on your own there's going to be different people supporting you and uh, you just have to get used to that or she'll have to get used to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's huge. And when you say support, it makes me think of not just support workers, it's family, it's friends, it's um, caregivers. You know. um, yeah. I'm just saying that like from what I've seen, it's, you know, from what you've done, it's more inclusive than just caregivers and like, uh, paid support. It's family, friends. Like, well, it's friendship, right? and and they need friendship, and they need to, uh, um, yeah, um, have have friends because that's that's going to be important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. The well, social part of it's yeah. important. Yeah, for sure. Couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. So, with mom, thanks for jumping on the podcast quick here. I just wanted to share a little bit about uh, you because in your story, because you're so important uh, in my life and in Sarah's life. And um, just wanted to share a bit about your story and uh, just wanted to see if, you know, you had some valuable um, insights and advice to share what she did. Um, So thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Love you a lot and we'll see you soon. Okay. Okay. Thanks. I hope it was of value to hear my story, uh, the story from my sister and the story from my mom. And I always really find it uh, interesting to hear how my mom reacts to certain things and that uh, statement around being a 
uh, caregiver and not being a parent, I could really hear it in my mom's voice and how that connected with her. And I've heard that from other pa- parents as well and, and how true that rings. And it's been great to see uh, the additional support from my sister that's, that's come in from family and, and friends and my sister going down her own path and just the uh, reduction of stress and the ability for my mom to be more of a parent than a caregiver has been in a phenomenal change. And I'm looking forward to, to seeing how that evolves. Now, as I reflect back on my experience with, with my sister and supporting her to design and implement the life that she wants to live, uh, I really was able to figure out what my calling and what my purpose is in life. And that's to really, you know, help other families, help other individuals impacted by disability to design and build their life. Now I'm on the path to do this. And the podcast is one of the first steps that I'm taking, along with coaching individuals and families on building that uh, meaningful and full life. And, you know, it's awesome. I'm really enjoying it. And one of the things that I'm looking for and and what my vision is, is to be able to design more scalable and create more scalable, innovative uh, solutions to help individuals and families impacted by disability. And that's the mission that I'm on. And I really feel it's important to design uh, scalable and profitable solutions to be able to, again, foster the scalability of those solutions. And that's the, the long-term journey that I'm on. And I'm really looking forward to transferring the skills and abilities that I have from a corporate innovation and coaching background uh, into helping families and, and individuals impacted by disability. So I'm happy that you joined us on the intro podcast today. This is the start of the journey. I hope you're excited to come along and join us. And go ahead and check out episode number one. Episode one is with uh, our first guest from Live, Work, Play in Ottawa, Ontario. And his name is Keenan Weller. And Keenan is the founder and co-leader, along with his wife, of Live, Work, Play. And Keenan and I talk about the movement that's happening right now towards uh, citizenship for individuals with disability and being an inclusive part of society and community. And as well, we talk about how uh, families and individuals can best uh, access uh, support services through support agencies. And this is conversations particularly towards uh, Ontario agencies. However, I think there's relevance uh, in learning for people that don't live in Ontario and they live out there other places in the world. So uh, we hope you join us on episode one, and you can also join the Empowering Ability community on Facebook. Uh, it's just at Empowering Ability. Uh, you can just type Empowering Ability uh, in the search on Facebook and we'll come up. Um, and you can join the conversation uh, there with me and with everybody else uh, engaged within this community. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Visit us at empoweringability.org for more podcasts and resources to help you and your loved ones impacted by disability build a full and meaningful life.